Yo, Kamikaze Dog Podcast, whatever fucking episode this is. We're at Crawford's right now. I'm with the homie Bubba from Piss. What's good with you, bro? What's up, bro? Nothing much. Nothing much. Yo, what does Piss stand for? Honestly, whatever the fuck you want it to be. There's multiple fucking meanings behind it. One of them I came up with recently. What, that is, it? what is it? Posers and Tsunami shirts. Posers and Tsunami shirts. You're lucky that they spelled Tsunami with an S. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, fuck it, I gotta I do it, bro. Yeah, po- all right. That's how we're gonna put them out in the next gig. Posers and Tsunami shirts. I feel like I've, I've been seeing a lot of that lately, bro. Honestly. I've been seeing a lot me, of that lately. But uh, what's up with you, man? How, how's your week been? It's Thursday. Like, what's good with you, bro? Not much. Um, the work hasn't been calling me, so I've just been at home. What honestly. do you do for work? I'm a funeral director. Get the fuck out. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you see dead bodies? Yeah. No that's way. Honestly You're a norm. funeral director? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's such a weird job for this fucking young man, a funeral director. What does your job consist of? What do you do? Like, what's your daily shit? So pretty much daily shit, right? I just make sure the funeral goes well. I'm like, I'm like the behind the scenes kind of guy. I make sure no drama really breaks out and shit between families. I'm just kind of making sure the flowers go to the gravesite. Yeah. Like, you know, like just making sure it goes like it flows. Do do families ever beef it like in the funeral? I haven't experienced that yet, but I've heard about shit like that happening. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's such a weird job. I mean, we got like two different sides of the whole thing. I'm a fucking librarian and you're a funeral director. It's like the most random mashup ever. But, um, uh, we were just talking about like a bunch of fucking, um, a bunch of like scene shit, like, you know, all this like, like things that went up to this point in order for fucking punk and hardcore to be what it is now and uh you're such a young guy dude you're very young and you've been in the, you've been doing this shit for a while now too though i mean like what do you feel like what do you feel like needed to happen for things to come this way like what, what how did how did piss even start and like what was that motivation for you guys to like be hungry enough to keep doing it because this is a fucking mental illness that we, we both that have so honestly this has been like an idea since like I was in high school and I've just been going to shows and shit and I've been like wanting to start and I remember like for some reason I started the account without even fucking doing anything so it was just up for a while. Well, that's like buying a fucking an Xbox controller without having the Xbox. Literally like that and then people are like when are you guys coming out and I'm like I don't know just hopefully soon yeah. and it's been like that for a fat minute. Like, it's been around since, like, Square Up was still a thing and shit. Square Up. And then, like... We played with Square Up. They're tight. Yeah. Caught them, like... I think I caught them with DRI and shit like that. Yeah. And then other shows. But, yeah. It's been a thing for a minute. And then during COVID, we just had, like, nothing to fucking do. So we're just like, you know what? Let's just start this shit so, already. So, like, you, confidently you would say that Piss is a COVID band. Like, it it, it, it birthed from COVID. Like, Pretty much, Yeah. yeah. But, like, the idea's been there since for right. a minute. And how, like, when you had the idea, was everybody, like, already involved? Or was it, like, the idea and then it's like, oh, I gotta find people now? Um, it started with a homie that I've known since, like, sixth grade. Cool. And then we kind of found, like, other members along the way. And then, like, there's been people coming in and out. But, yeah. Yeah. It, how, do you, how do you feel about, like, not having original members? I mean, I mean, obviously you feel good about it now because like you're still a band and like it, yeah. it, you probably are in a better position now or just like in a better like limelight or whatever. But yeah, yeah. like, would you would do you feel any difference between like having original members and like new shit? I mean, not really. Cause like, just the idea behind it. I mean, not really because it's like we're still pretty new. You know what I mean? Right. Like it doesn't really matter if there's like new members or not. That's true. So it's like, yeah, 
we did have an old drummer before our current one and he did have a different sound but our new drummer just speeds it up <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about like see that's the thing like cool you could have like like someone play like different riffs or whatever but it's still gonna be like the same sound in like a in, in a in like a generalized way yeah. but like once the drummer is like switched over it's pretty much a whole new band yeah like it, it's really reinvented and i think uh, a lot of young bands need to fucking understand that right now and you know if if you're starting a fucking band and you're a young band and you got a shit drummer kick him the fuck out like that's I got really good advice one time on doing that and we didn't and like you know like we are where we are now but definitely like if you're starting band like and you got a shit drummer kick that motherfucker out and get a better drummer yeah I, feel like, I mean it wasn't even that he was like he was honestly a good drummer but he was just a shitty fucking person honestly oh, okay. that, that was like the main reason like we had a dead city show and this fool like bailed last minute and I had to hop on drums and I was no kind of upset when was that when was the uh, when was that shit? they played at first in Billards Oh, the first street one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played there? Yeah, it was us, Brainwash, and then the Runts, and then... Oh, wait, I think they were on there. It was for sure us and Brainwash, and then some other bands. Yeah, damn. That's yeah. Fu- I mean, that's fucking tight. I mean, that's definitely cool. Especially, like, after, like, this COVID wave, like... Like... I gotta choose my words wisely when I say this. But, like... Like, riding off that COVID wave and then getting involved with, like, Dead City, like, it definitely, like, pushes your fucking band. Like, oh, yeah, like, sure. like, did, like, what, what was the immediate, uh, change and notice between members and even, like, like, internet presence, like, as piss after the Dead City shows? Honestly, I don't, I honestly don't think that Dead City show really did us justice. It was the shows after that, because we played in that one lot, like, before, um, that Dead City show. Like, do you know where that fat Dead City hit up is at? Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. there before them, and we played there, and that shit was fucking nuts. Was that the brainwash show or? Yeah, it was the brainwash. Cause I know, show. I think yeah, didn't brainwash play there before like that Dead City show happened? Before that rave or whatever? Yeah, it was us, them, RSG, and Mad. I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I was there actually. That's when Dead City noticed us. Right. Because we were there, and then we gave them a CD, and then they hit us up for the next show. Cool. And then yeah. But like, yeah, like I said, I feel like the Dead City show didn't really do us justice because we were like opening, opening. And it's like also like it wasn't like piss, you know, like I was on drums and it was just a four. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the same. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I had a question about that, too. Like, uh, what's your stance and like and your mindset about being the opening act at a really good show? Because, like, obviously, Piss is at that place where, like, you guys aren't opening up for, like, a shit show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like what, what's your take on, like, opening up for, like, those types of shows? Like, how do you come into it? How do you, like, prepare yourself and be like, yo, like, we're, we can't do anything about this. We're not getting bumped up. Like, we're opening. Like, what, what, what's your mindset, like, behind that? Honestly, it is what it is. I don't, we don't really trip on that. Like, you know, we just like to play and shit. But it's like, I don't know. Like, opening, opening, that's questionable. But if we're, like, second or third, we'll yeah. fucking take it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, whatever. That's true. That's true. I mean, like, especially with, like, Big Tech, like, I think we opened up one show. I fucking hated it. Yeah. Just because, like, I, I'm i going to be fucking mad egotistical about it. But, like, I 1,000% feel like we're not in the position to be opening shows anymore, you know? Yeah, especially, like, at my age and the things that I've done, like, I don't want to fucking open up a show. And, like, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm not you know trashing anybody that opens up a show because that's like the fucking that sets the tone you know what i mean yeah. so i think that was more of the answer that i was trying to look for but yeah. it was like you know like 
like how would piss set the tone you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. like what is it like that grittiness you know like it, it's it, like earl sweatshirt he has the best fucking quote it's like i'm not a I, I don't act hard i'm a hard act to follow and i feel like that's the fucking mindset that i have like with every show like i'm gonna be that fucking asshole band that like it's really hard to follow us you know what i mean like we're gonna steal the show even if we play second yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like, it i try to do the that. same i yeah. try to do the same too but it, yeah, it it is kind of hard doing that, but it's like you know, fuck it. Yeah, it, it is true, but dude, like it, it's so cool to see like where Piss is at now, especially like how diverse you guys' shows are. You know what I mean? Because you guys can play like a nasty fucking like big boy heavy hitting like hardcore show, yeah. and then you guys could like be in the fucking gutters playing like some street punk shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I fucking love that. And like you guys like playing with Mad, I feel like that needs to happen a little bit more. Dude, dude, fucking shout out to Mad. They're the fucking homies, right? Okay. So before they were mad, right? Right. Believe it or not, they were an indie band. No way. (laughs) Exposed. This is the fucking Exposed podcast. We're exposing (laughs) mad right now. They've been getting shouted out the last three episodes. Bro, you guys were an indie band. Hey, I I didn't mean to diss them like that. But, you know, like, fuck, that's how I knew them. They were called the Foamies, right? The Foamies. And they were, like, local as fuck. And then before, and then after that, they were starting to do harder shit. But they were under UVC, which was, like, their tagger crew or whatever. Right. And I'm like, all right, that's what's up. And then, yeah, and then their first show was a Pedro show, and I think it was us, them, Hybrid, Garlicfield Hobos, and I think Deviated was on there too. But, yeah, and then they changed U- UVC to Mad, because I think, like, UVC was, like, on the radar, so they're like, all right, fuck it, we're changing it to Mad. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a burn, and it, I mean, you know, they're kind of a burn now, so they be fucking tagging Mad up everywhere. It's cool, though. I fucking love it. I, I support it. I encourage it. They're sick as fuck, yeah. though. Like. That is cool, bro. Like, I love how young they are. Like, I love how fucking so much energy they have. Like, that's going to be a band, you know? Like, that's going to be the band. Dude, yeah. Like, Matt is going to be the band. Like, you know, like, ah, uh, they're just going to be that band. Like, I wish they were already that band. Like, went straight to fucking headline, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was talking about that with Joey, too, from Deviated State. Like, you know, there's a difference between playing last and being that headlining band, you know? That is true. And it's like, you know, pay your dues, do it first. But fucking Matt is going to be one of those bands. Seeing their evolution is fucking sick, too. I yeah. remember when they were, like, opening, opening. And then now they're, like, here. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking tight. Yeah, for real. It's, it's fucking cool. How do you know, how do you, how do you know them? Per- it's just fucking uh like uh like environment like you guys just live close to each other or just playing shows with each other like yeah they're just local and then i think uh i noticed their band and then i'm like oh like uh what about one time you just hop on a show for the one time yeah or whatever i noticed they were playing like punk shit i'm like all right fuck it oh yeah and then definitely like have a change in sound too like that the latest release that they have is just like it was a staple you know what i mean yeah it has such like that old school sound and shit so tight i fucking love it bro i fucking love it yeah, it's like almost crossover shit. Yeah, it's like crossovery, but it still has like that spirit of like you know the late '80s. Like it has like that grittiness. I don't know. There's just something about that band where it's like it you can't get away tight. from. It. Yeah, and it's sick too because it's like they do everything themselves. Like recording, they do everything. Like, yeah, it's themselves. I think that's like the coolest thing that like. Um, well, I mean, especially now because like you know, fucking. Not everyone is in a fortunate position, but, like, especially, like, money, especially, like, pride. See, this is one thing that I've noticed about, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, the homies. Personally, I'm just speaking in general for, like, the homies, but, like, everyone that I kind of, like, associate myself with, whether it be you, whether it be, like, fucking... This is the first time we're having a conversation, and we meet, by the way. I think we probably, like, met in the past, (laughs) but, but, like, you know, like, homies and shit, it's, like... Dude, there's so much power in recording your absolute, like, your own fucking music. Like, at your own terms. Like, you know exactly how you want to sound. Like, you know exactly, like, what you want to fucking put out there. And, 
And I think that's like the coolest shit. Like Big Tech does it. Like our demo. Like Levon recorded everything. He recorded everything and mixed and mastered everything. Like to this day, he still like mixes that demo. And like he's just like, bro, like it sounds weird right here. It's like, bro, stop. You know, we don't gotta spend time on this. Let's move on to the next one. But it's still cool. You know what I mean? Like he'll update the Bandcamp. Like if you listen to it last week, it's not gonna sound the same as like next week. It's hilarious, bro. But that's that's cool though. Like. Yeah, they record everything themselves. Like that, that's fucking sick. And what about Piss? Like how, uh, like how, like recording with you guys. Like how, how's the, uh, how's the process like work for you guys? Um, we have a close homie that does it for us. Cool. And yeah, he like pretty much. He's like the, he's the plug. Like he does everybody. Cool. So it's like yeah, we just go to him for recording, and it's pretty much DIY shit. But it's sick as fuck. Yeah. And you're happy with like the recordings you guys have so far? Oh yeah. I mean, none of us know how to do it, so it's like, you know, yeah, like, right, yeah. Especially like when you don't have like a like a like a set expectation of like what it's supposed to sound like, yeah. rather than like, oh, this is just what we like. Yeah. Then yeah, it's just gonna sound fucking great to you. Just like, holy shit, like it's finally recorded. Yeah. And I feel like that's the coolest part. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's not like a diss or anything. I'm just saying, like, you know, like. No, it's not a diss. It's just you know, whatever in in whatever way. But that fucking like the piss release does sound really fucking good. I mean, I personally enjoy. Um, right. We actually didn't go to him for the recording. Do you know uh, Memo? Yeah, from Rabbit Drum. Yeah, that's yeah. who recorded the demo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He recorded. Um, he recorded our our like our pre like before we did trust the process with Union Front. He recorded like like our. Like the pre-recordings, pretty much, and they sounded fucking great. We used the um, like Lucas's guitar tone from Risk, and like we used that, and it was just like like pretty much just like the demo. And then we went in and recorded it somewhere else, and it just didn't really sound like as well as it would have. But you know, like we live and learn, and yeah, that's true. Memo's a really good person to fucking record with. Oh yeah, he's pretty sick. Yeah, it was just the the situation recording at his crib was just cramped, and I was like, fuck. Like, if this guy had a fucking studio, like, it would just be so much better. Like, he's really talented when it comes to He has an ear for it. I feel you. For the demo, he came out to us, and we recorded, like, in our rehearsal spot, and we did vocals in his fucking car. So, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, he fucking does that. I think he was driving, and Hybrid did vocals in his car while he was driving, like, somewhere. I think they had to go to, like, a party or a gig, and, like, they were recording literally a mat while he was driving. Yeah, <laughs> we were just, like, in a fucking parking lot. And it was sick, because it's, like, the parking lot that we were at was based on one of the songs that was like for piss and i'm like damn we did the vocals here yeah like it's it's even more memorable and more heartfelt we did that too we were at soundbite and memo came over to record us and then we did like half we i think we did like two songs in the parking lot at soundbite studios like in his trunk (laughs) like he was like hey i'm just gonna post up right here like do it we're like all right cool and we fucking like nailed him right there and shit yeah we even did like some guitar tracks too yeah it's pretty famous for the the traveling recording yeah. You know, hit up Memo if you need anything. I heard Gulch did the same thing, I think. Did they really? I think so. That's a rumor that I heard. I've always wanted... Dude, like, it, it's really upsetting. I, first, I have a fucking theory that Sound and Fury is going to be their last show. Probably. You know? They are playing LA, I think. Yeah. I feel like they... I, I feel like, yeah, because, like, that's the only place they're missing. They've been fucking... They went to Texas, played a fucking banger of a show. They did, like, Berkeley. Yeah. And, like... I have a feeling that Sound and Fury is gonna be like their last show, like for Los Angeles. They're gonna wrap it up like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, it would have been so sick to play with them. Yeah, it wouldn't be DIY shit. I, I know that for sure. Nah, I don't it wouldn't be some small shit. It would nah. for sure be like Sound and Fury. That, that the like in the. 
just the limit of that band or just like who they are like they have to they have to go out with the bang you know yeah like they have to yeah that's true yeah they're pretty big for like if piss had to come to an end after a long nice career like what would be your ideal last lineup like piss headline who's who's opening up for piss who's opening up for piss yeah for sure, mad. For sure, mad. Um, if I could get some reunions going, I'd for sure get 1034. <laughs> yeah, what reunions, huh? I would for sure get Union in front of 1034 yeah. and Diversity on that. Damn, shit. some old school, like 2017 shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who else? Hmm. I don't know. That's really hard because it's like there's new bands too, and then there's like some old bands I really want to fucking bring back. Yeah, like bands you've always wanted to play with but never really got the chance to. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Pretty much shit like that. Nah, that's true. Um, how are you feeling about like the future? Like, what, 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 what's uh, what's on the table for like you guys? Like, even like writing, just like process and and just fucking like shows in general. And like, how do you feel about like your band now, like progressing? I mean, I'm pretty hyped on it. We're planning a tour, like a mini, like cool, oh, yeah. pissing on the coast tour. Yeah, pissing on the coast. Damn, I can already see like the tour flyer. That's gonna look so sick. Yeah, yeah, we got that coming up, and then we're recording some shit at the moment. Oh, and yeah. then we got fucking um, that one um, festival um, with like um, Final Conflict and shit like that. Yeah, true. Holy shit. It's like, I can't think of what the name is right now for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, I got that coming up. And then fucking just the other shit, you know. We were talking to Drain, and they wanted to do some shit. Oh, so yeah, hopefully dude. that comes through. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, fucking Cody's a really cool guy. He's always down to be fucking gigging and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that'd be cool to see fucking Piss and Drain like on the same bill. Like that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, that'd be tight. Cause Sam's from Pedro. Yeah. He and is. like we went to a Drain show. And then, like, we mentioned Piss, and he's like, oh, I fucking heard of you guys, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no fucking way. Oh, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully something comes up with Dre. An ideal record release show. What would be your fucking... What would be your ideal lineup for a record release? Like, um... Like, something, like, tangible. Something you could actually get. Like, something in your grasp. Okay, something tangible. Mad, Deviated State, Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch. Yeah, they're tight. They're like a generational band, aren't they? Like now they are. It's like like yeah. no, there's no original members anymore. It's like a whole new like members and shit. Yeah, but they go way fucking back. Yeah, though. they go that's like the they're like a generational band. That's fucking sick. Yeah, for real. I'll have. Have you ever heard of um, Defamation? I, yeah, I have actually. They're pretty oh, sick. I think I think they're on tomorrow's gig or something like that. Yeah, in, in the OC. You should scope them. They're like a new hardcore band from OC. Really fucking yeah, I'm we'll, we'll, we'll fucking scope them tomorrow. We play with them tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's our first, like, I think it's literally, I think it's my first Orange County show ever. Oh, like, I've never been to the OC to play a show. Like, I, I for real, I think that. Like, I'll have to look down, like, the fucking, like, the books, but I think this is going to be my first time in, like, Orange County playing. Oh, shit, that's yeah. tight. And, like, you know, fucking Matt and Levon obviously have been out there, like, multiple times, and I think this will be, like, me and Eric's, like, first time, like, out there, so... I don't know. I don't even know what to expect. It's gonna be at a park, I guess. Oh, it's pretty shiny. Yeah, like a nice free show. It's gonna be cool. Never really like interacted with like the OC crowd like that. Like yeah. we were talking about, I haven't played with like high ground in years, so it's yeah. gonna be cool seeing them again. Yeah, getting it out there, new areas. That's tight. Yeah, new areas. It's gonna be fucking cool, man. Like I'm just excited about like what's to come in the future. I feel like a lot of things are popping. Can't wait for a fucking piss tour. Like it's gonna be tight. Yeah. Do you guys have it planned out yet, like, city-wise? Um, kind of. We're trying to hit home, L.A., Oxnard, Bakersfield, San Jose, SF, 
Sacramento and then Humboldt. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's the ideal plan. Yeah, ideal plan. Hell yeah. That sounds about right, bro. Like, you know, that's, that sounds really fucking cool. San Jose is gonna be fucking sick. Yeah. There's such a cool little scene out there. It's fucking dope. San Francisco's like a hit or miss, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's just like it's a hit or miss. It's just like it depends who books. First of all, depends on the location and the night, you know? Because like Mad went out there and it was like it was a weird show. Yeah. Like on a sidewalk and it was just like walk up, you know what I mean? But it's like if it's like a nice put together, like this is what it is. Like this is the hardcore show. Like easily, like it'll be fucking sick. Some real bait. Yeah, but it'll it'll just be like a hit or miss. It's kind of weird, like. We, we've been trying to like uh, get some connects out there and see what's good but I don't know, it's just a little awkward at the moment too yeah i feel you definitely want to get out there definitely want to get out to like sacramento i feel like that's for sure like like a fucking like a town you need a fucking hit oh, yeah. like this is like there's just so much going on right now like terrain is out there right now i think they're playing a show tonight with uh in time they're on tour and like they're fucking sick like simi valley cats like those are you know oxnard cat 805 cats like that's fucking sick. We just had like ceramic and bare minimum. Ceramic's really Dude, fucking ceramic sick. Dude, ceramic is so fucking good. Yeah. Like they just have like, they have such a cool sound. And like, I don't know, it's really hard to describe them. Like I could see them playing with like, with like entry and like gouge away and shit yeah. like that. Like I could see them playing with like those types of bands. Like ceramic has like such a cool sound. My homeboy, uh, he lives in Philadelphia and he has a band called Half Cross. Oh. And like ceramic and Half Cross, I could, I, fucking totally see them playing like it's such a cool fucking thing dude they give me like early ceremony vibes yeah that's exactly exactly yeah, like, like my homeboys in fucking half cross like they're all into like early ceremony like early ceremony they fucking love like ceremony have you played with ceramic yet oh uh, no but i've seen them oh, okay cool yeah nice yeah you gotta you guys gotta play with them soon yeah it's just hard like Especially, like, with bands you want to play with, dude. Like, it's just hard to plan shit out. Because it's, like, every weekend you don't want to burn out your own spot. You yeah, don't want to burn out your own name in your own city. Like, yeah. it's cool to get out there, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm, I'm trying to go out to see me and, like, play a show out there. It'd be cool to fucking take, like, you know, Big Tech Piss out to, like, see me. Like, out in the 805. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fucking sick. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah, we were supposed to play an Oxnard show. And we were, like, headlining, right? But, like, this was, like, a sick-ass fucking spot. It was, like, big as that bar. But it was, like, a dance studio. Mm. And literally right before we were about to play, the venue got fucking shut down for some reason, oh. and we couldn't play. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, like and the owner said, that's it. Yeah, literally, that's it. Yes. There was no relocation, and I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I guess next time, you know. Yeah. But I was like, I would have played on the fucking sidewalk, bro. Yeah. I would have just been like, all right, we're gonna play right outside your fucking. The reason it was just studio. fucking tough. That sucks, dude. It was like, cause like some chick got drunk and shit. And then, like, they have to call the ambulance. Not even the cops come. It was the fucking ambulance. And what I'm like, bro, fuck? why the fuck are you shutting it down? Give her some water. Take her home. Literally, fuck. bro. Sit her on the curb. Let her ride it out. I guess that's just how 805 is, you know? They're not, like, L.A. where it's, like, that yeah. shit is whatever. Uh, I mean, that's true. That's true. Nah, but I just, you know, it's just all alcohol intake. If you're going to go to a show, you know, watch your alcohol intake. Literally. <laughs> you ever been fucked up at a show, like, while playing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, like, blacked out. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Not blacked out, but, like, there's been moments where I'm just, like, staring off. And I'm like, dude, I'm probably going to fucking die in a few minutes. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I don't know how Matt does it, but Matt used to play. He used to, like, he used to fucking date, like, hybrid shows full on on, like, two tabs of acid. Jesus. 
like frying his brain out like peeking while he's playing <laughs> and i'm like bro like i don't know how you're doing that like that's gnarly I, I remember one time he played the gg and he was like off a tab and as soon as he stopped playing i was like are you okay like you were literally dozing off like while you were playing and he was just like bro i i i, I didn't even know what the fuck i was holding like i couldn't read <laughs> the frets like there was so many lights bouncing off of everything and i was like dude that's fucking terrible it's for sure a skill to master for yeah real. i think I, that's conditioning every time we practice we like get mad fucking drunk and then be like oh we got this <laughs> we fucking yeah. got it it for real like you gotta build up bro yeah like, you gotta build up ugh. that's fucking hilarious dude but yeah i mean it's it, it's fucking cool it's a fucking beautiful day out here in la we're at the bar and shit fucking nice nice and, cloudy yeah nice and cloudy where are you from where the fuck you're from out there huh? like, like south bay harbor south area bay harbor. i'm like from omita i'm like next door to oh, okay okay oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude the crack brewery show's gonna be sick oh yeah it's already fucking hype like it's gonna be so sick deviated states recording a music video that day oh yeah it's gonna be insane yeah fuck it i haven't been there yet honestly but i've seen the videos so yeah. pretty tight. it kind of reminds me of uh zebulon you ever been to zebulon no, it's a pretty cool venue out here, um, like in Silver Lake area, and it's like similar, similar sort of uh, like layout or whatever, like that round sort of stage that wraps around, and like it just it just looks fucking cool. Crack Brewery's dope though. I mean, I'm really I'm really excited for that fucking show. Yeah, I'm hyped for that shit too. That shit's gonna be lit. Yeah. We fucking we announced like San Diego as well today, like oh, shit. back in San Diego. Congrats. That was such a cool dude. San Diego, like. Shout out my homie fucking at Angel Fuckaroo on Instagram, but like, yeah, dude, cool, yeah. dude, he throws these massive fucking shows, like yeah. literally, like the greatest fucking backyard shows, like literally, it was in like his backyard, I think, and like, it was like full on professional, had a stage, like lights, like had the fucking backdrop, like dope sound, a sick ass DJ, oh, like fucking like little carnival things, like popcorn and cotton <laughs> candy and shit. Like it was so sick, bro. Like full on parking for the bands. That sounds cool. Like, it, cool. Dude, it was literally like the best fucking backyard show I've ever played. Like so much love. There was probably like 300 people there. Oh, fuck. Like 300 people in a backyard. You had me on fucking parking, honestly. Yeah, like, parking uh, yeah. was cool. San Diego's cool with parking, I guess. None of the neighbors complained. Like, porta potties and shit. Like, it was such a good, well-put-together show. Like, it was so sick. And, and uh, I was talking with, like, Riley, like, maybe two years ago from Sound and Fury and shit. Uh-huh. And, like, he said, he was like, dude, like, like, you know, before, like, even Sound and Fury was, like, like a thing. Like, 2007, 2006, like, backyard shows used to be 300 people deep. Like, just for hardcore. Like, you come to get fucked up. Like, fools were, like, there to fucking beat each other up in the pit. Like, the greatest pits you'll ever fucking, like, see. Like, 300 people in a backyard. And it's like, I felt that shit, like, there, you know what I mean? It's like, fools didn't even know who the fuck we were, and they showed us so much love. Like, it was so sick. Like, a couple people were, like, singing the lyrics. The demo had only been out for, like, a couple months. Like, it felt great, dude. San Diego is such a great city to, like, fucking performing especially like booking through him like it's cool he's doing a really cool thing out there like he's just bringing it all together i think we're on one of his zines really because he hit us up like a long time ago and then like he put us on a zine i think i have it i don't know <laughs> i think i do i have a lot of zines but yeah i'm pretty sure you like put one of us cool. on like on one of them zines. yeah it's, it's really fucking cool it's super upsetting that chamaco's last show was that day i'm not sure if you ever heard of them no, I'm not really familiar with San Diego. Like Chamaco was such a cool fucking band. They were just like heavy hitting. It's like, you've heard Bare Minimum and shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, I could see them playing a gig together. It was just like, 
like some groovy ass two steps and some nasty ass slams like it just sounded fucking beautiful and like it was like their last show that day and like the homeboy he's in another in another band called the uh, uncertain lies i believe like this cool shoegazy band nice. trying to get like that shit going fucking what's up mad bring it back trying to book you guys for a shoegaze show <laughs> next trend shoegaze yeah, yeah exactly i mean it's been apparent you know but that's true though no that's cool i mean do you have any other like is piss like your first band or were you involved in any other musical like things like before i mean technically i mean before piss okay so like for like a short minute i didn't play shows or anything but i was at practices but i was kind of like in a sublime kind of reggae band mm. where it's like you just kind of did everything right like right. we covered descendants we played some reggae shit cool. we just kind of did that yeah and then i was kind of like kicked down and i'm like all right fuck it we going piss full-time piss you know full-time piss i'm about to make this account show then yeah yeah that's technically what happened huh <laughs> yeah that's hilarious now how long have you been playing music for like are you you've always been like musically inclined like as a kid or when did it start um, in high school, I was actually a marching band. Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that helps so much. It really does, honestly. Yeah, like, you know, timing and, like, everything. Like, it really does. I wish my fucking band members were in fucking band in high school, fucking dickhead. Yeah, it for sure helps. It's like free, like, music lessons, honestly. It literally is Like, free you just learn, lessons. like, for free, and it's like, okay. Yeah. What did you, like, drums, or would you do horns? Yeah, I was drums. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, fucking, that's cool. That's yeah. fucking sick. So, like, that's pretty much, like, where you're, like performing came from like just drums and like your knowledge of like like playing an instrument just from high school pretty much yeah. that's fucking crazy that is insane damn that's really cool man are you, are you always in your head like just like doing that exactly like fucking just tapping your shit be like yeah i'm gonna make a oh little no beat. That, <laughs> nothing like that but i'll be doing that shit all the time like especially like hanging out with these fools and shit like Bros are always in their fucking head, like, oh, I got a fucking riff, and it's like, oh shit, like, fucking don't scare me, bro. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we get shit like that, too. Yeah, it's the fucking the anxiety and shit, social anxiety. Fools are just, like, making fucking hits in their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they come out of nowhere, honestly. Yeah, they come out of nowhere. What's, like, the writing process for, like, Piss? Like, when you guys go to the studio, like, like, what do you guys, like, do you guys have, like, like riffs you guys already think of? Like, do you put it on, like, one person, or, like, is everybody contributing to, like, like, the creation of the music it's very collective and i swear it's like we have more riffs than songs so it's like we just have like a thing of riffs yeah. that just get long just and like forgotten a, yeah a catalog of fucking riffs yeah cool. and it's so but it honestly could go either way you can either start with like a drum track first and it's all like okay put a riff to this or it's like here's a riff and then put a drum track to that right. so it just honestly goes back and forth what about lyrics wise like how does, how does that fall on you I honestly just go with like whatever flows cool. like after so it's like I kind of go for like what's afterwards right like yeah as, as far as like like continuity when it comes to uh, I want to record the the skateboard but like when it comes to like continuity of like your storytelling like with your lyrics like like where do you look for that like do you even have a continuity like telling a story or is it is it just you just like spewing shit out like like there and then just shit i fucking think about honestly yeah like yeah there's like, no like theme like major theme like within a lot of like the writing process i mean certain songs have themes some lyrics i didn't write myself but then like yeah honestly it's like really stupid shit but then at the same time it's like yeah it's just shit i've dealt with before yeah that's cool i like yeah. that i like i like i like this like new wave of like like um 
like this weird sort of poetic like creativeness and like hardcore you know what i mean like this yeah. this romanticized like lyricism that a lot of these bands are like coming out with you know like it's, it's not just like i'm on the streets that's the name of the songs and it's talking about like i'm on the streets you know it's yeah. like it's some other shit it's like i don't know it's like some creative like artsy shit and like i love that yeah. like i love i love when bands like encompass like that just fucking the pure poeticness of like actually writing a fucking hardcore song yeah. and it's like it's it's romantic in a fucking way you know what i mean oh yeah like that's how i feel about like a lot of like a lot of like grinding like mince shit like yeah. some lyrics are absolutely fucking retarded but like <laughs> but like i don't know there's something so romantic about like them writing like actually giving time to it yeah, yeah, yeah. like i love that it, it's so cool like i have huge writing fucking block especially with big tech you know because like yeah. this is like my my most personal project like in term in terms of that so it's like i just really want to fucking like encompass and like hone in on like exactly what it is that i feel like at a certain time like so many like in our, in our early stages of writing we fucking we like we would write the songs out and i'll be like no like this does this doesn't connect with me like i'm i'm too happy this week yeah. let me change up one word and that one word will make a difference wow. yeah and like that and maybe I think too much about it, you know? Like, maybe I'm just so far into my own fucking ass about, like, hardcore and, like, writing it that, like, I just, like, start giving myself, like, writer's block. But I really think about that shit, like, daily. Like, what 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 do I want to say? Like, what's the story that, like, you know, that I want to put out, especially with this project or just this release or this season, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, it, it's hard to, like, do that, especially, like, when your band already has a face, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Like, you're not going to fucking see, like... You know, like a heavy hitting band, like just be writing like some other songs about like some other fucking dumbass, like a rock or a leaf and fucking like a river and some waterfalls and shit. Yeah. Like they're obviously gonna stick to like their shit, but I love it when it kind of like ha like it, it encompasses all that energy in like a weird, like in a weird way where it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Do you write a lot, like on your personal time? Um, I don't write, but yeah, I do like write lyrics a lot. But then it's like sometimes it's like. Uh, with lyrics it's like I don't know if it's too serious for like what Piss is because it's like some because Piss is like a party band right yeah. we're like some, we're like on some MOD SOD shit right yeah. like we just kind of fuck around so it's like I can't really be talking about like I don't know shit in Ukraine or some shit yeah no, I mean, like, I mean I also do you feel the right to be talking about that type of stuff I mean you just True. said you were like a, like a, a party band but it's like do you even do you feel like you personally have the right to be even fucking talking about that shit oh yeah of course yeah. like like with like a good like amount yeah of yeah. course but yeah i don't know it's just hard to like like it would have to be like within piss's limit yeah which is i don't know yeah no i i, I completely agree i'm gonna ask you another question um so you know blitz right yeah, yeah yeah all right so like you know blitz for like their sound and then they have that one release that one album where it's like completely like cold wave-ish you know what i mean yeah so like I think the word is like congruency but like or adjacent like um what would you think is like is like like the opposite genre of piss but would make sense if you guys played it opposite genre of piss that would make sense yeah like um like for example like like gulch covering Susie and the banshees you know oh, yeah, like yeah. if if they literally made an album of just them in that sort of realm yeah, it would like, make sense like goth shit kind of yeah like goth shit like if, if gulch came out with like a goth album it would make sense no yeah. one would be mad or like ceremony coming out with like that new wave-ish sort of sound you know yeah, like yeah. that like that that late 80s like sort of like sound you know what i mean like yeah. what would pisses like opposite 
genre be? Like, what would it, what would be the genre that would make sense that Piss would play? I don't know what the genre would be called, but I'm thinking more of something kind of like Gaojuei type shit. Okay. Something like. Yeah. I don't know what you call that though. Like. It's like. I don't even. I wouldn't even know what to call that either, cause. Cause it's like they kind of have like fast shit too. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's very like. It's like groovy, and like you can understand it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very like well thought of for sure. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, something like that. But yeah. I don't know, Dinosaur Jr. type shit. Dinosaur Jr., yeah, we're gonna expect the Dinosaur Jr. esque album from Piss within the next year. Woo! <laughs> I fucking love that band, by the way. Dude, yeah, they're hard. Did yeah. you see them when they came I by? I didn't, dude. Uh, I didn't. Did you, you got to see them? No, I was at Circle Jerks in Oxnard. Ooh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very fucking, uh, very important show, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, Circle Jerks back in back at it and then finding out they're playing in LA with 7 seconds and I'm like yeah. fuck I could've got my tickets for yeah, that yeah exactly I hate when bands do that they announce like such a banger show like far as fuck and then the next thing you know like 2 days later they're like oh we're in LA like, yeah. literally 7 seconds too like what yeah. the fuck Dude, I was huge on 7 seconds in like early high school like late middle school I was fucking obsessed yeah old hardcore for sure is way yeah like, exactly what was like your most like earliest exposure to hardcore like what was like like that moment that you were like I'm gonna ditch this, and this is why I'm getting into this. Um, so pretty much my dad was into it, right? Like, growing up, he was always into hardcore and shit. And I remember at like seven years old, I heard fucking Public Defender by SOA, and I'm like, that shit's hard as fuck. And then another song would be Lost by Jerry's Kid. Amazing. And then it's like, just here on that, I like shit like that. Yeah. And then it's like, when high school hit, I was getting really into like Cro Mags and Agnostic Front, and I was just always like into that shit. Gorilla Biscuits too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those are like the like definitely like the opening bands to like really fucking get into like all the all that shit. Yeah. That's true. I I kind of feel like I went a little bit backwards. Like I was a like same here with my dad like fucking he was like in thrash bands like in the 80s and shit like that. So I was always listening to like just like that early nasty thrash. Like Sodom was always playing in my house and oh, like like as a little kid it was just fucking like Venom and you know like sick ass like Metallica shit and like a bunch of like dope shit. And then it was just like it went opposite. I got really into fucking metalcore, uh, like super into metalcore. But I was like at All Stars tour. I would like go to Warped all the time. And then like from there, I think like Warped kind of exposed me to like a lot because it was like you know there's a yeah. lot of genres, like a lot of mix there. Yeah. I really got into like Funeral Party. I'm not sure if anybody even fucking knows who they are. I but think we're playing with them. No, no, no. This is like this is like a like a it's like fucking Mexican Strokes. Oh. It's like if, if the Strokes were Mexican. It's literally a band called Funeral Party. So sick. And then, like, you know, like, I fucking... I saw Title Fight in 2012. No way. Yeah, like, I warped, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this band is so sick. And then it was, like, record store day, and then, like, I guess my uncle had, like, a stack of records, and, like, Shed just so happened to be in, like, that fucking... No way. Yeah, and I was like, how do you have this? Like, I'm gonna play the shit out of this every day. And it was just, like, after that, it was just, like, you know, turnover and, you know, getting into Citizen, like, obviously seeing them on every fucking tour they've ever been on. And I still stand by it, but everybody goes to heaven or everybody's going to heaven. Best fucking album that Citizen ever released. Such a great album. But yeah, it was like, like for me, it was like the, that staple thing that like the staple band that got me into hardcore really, like where it like shifted a lot of like my mindset was fucking literally rotting out. Oh yeah, dude, it was literally yeah, it was just like literally rotting out, and then like we got to play with them like twice. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, we played with them at uh at seventeen twenty for this is LA. Oh, with like gotcha, it was like dead heat rotting out. Pull your card. Yeah, pull your card. 
and like a bunch of sick ass bands Vane fucking Vane played that show and we opened it I think I think we were like the first band on but it was so cool it was like like our fucking our most fun memory probably like as Union Front and like it was so sick and then we played like our last show was also with them like at the rec center like out of all fucking places yeah it was like it was like chamber beyond pain riding out union front yeah and like it was such a cool fucking like time bro like it was it was such a great time but like yeah riding out was like that fucking band for me and i was just like wow holy shit and like that's why union front pretty much broke up you know what i mean it's like we reached the like the peak of what we wanted personally so we're like dude we can lay this to rest like respectfully like we've done what we wanted to do like each of us kind of like already fulfilled like our own personal needs within a band and that was the thing like I feel like that band, for real, was just, like, a very personal band. Like, a lot of goals, you know, like, were very personal. And, like, now it's, like, you know, this new wave, this new class of, like, like thinking differently. And it's, like, dude, we could finally, like, be professional about a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, you know, we're still a party band. Like, the way that you say fucking piss is a party band, like, dude, Union Front was a goddamn party band. Like, yeah. But it was literally parties every fucking night, like, just getting plastered, like, Obviously the GG helped Like Yeah It was just too much But it was like At a point where it's like We gotta cut this off I feel you I feel you yeah. Would you say you're more into like Beat down breakdown hardcore Or more like old school kind of More or, more old school But Being in like the metalcore And deathcore scene when At a young age Definitely yeah. helped me be Into like that beat down shit I feel you Yeah like I really love Dude I, I As much as I love A fucking nice ass D beat Is as much as I love A fucking nasty ass breakdown You know Yeah I feel you So it's like It It I asked this question to uh, to fucking Benji from Riding Out too. I was like, "Hey, what do you prefer?" You know, like, and he was like, "Ah," he started laughing, and he was like, "Bro, I, I like both." You know, like, I, I like yeah. both equally, but like, I really do, especially like now, like, like I just really like just anything fast, dude. Like I anything agree. fast, like chaotic vocals, like you know, rapid fire flow. Like I'm really into fucking hip hop. My yeah, biggest yeah. influence. So it's like I really try to put that into like hardcore as well, because obviously That's it nice. is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that New York sound is hip hop. Yeah. So, like, you, you get that sound, and then it just, like, blends together perfectly where you have, like, a hip-hop mix, but you can, like, introduce, like, power violence to that hip-hop yeah. mix. I deviated, yeah. Yeah, like, like, Deviated State has, like, that fucking sound where, like, they encompass a lot. We, I was talking to Joey the other day, like, listen to that fucking episode. But, like, they have, like, everything. Like, they have a catalog where they can play, you know, fucking, like, a power violence show, and then they can play a fucking, a regular old hardcore show. yeah. How did, how did you meet Deviated? Like, what was your first, like, exposure to them? In high school, I would always fucking love TVA or Die. Yeah. So I found I found out about TVA, TVA or Die first, and then I found out about Deviated. And then it's like, oh, Harbor Area Hardcore? That's sick as fuck. That's, like, where I'm from. And then I, like, I discovered them. But it was, like, it was before Deviated was, like, hardcore, hardcore, and they still had really fast shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this shit's fucking sick. Right. And it's, like, that's what I was put on. Well, like, yeah. I mean, their new stuff's cool and the shit. New stuff is amazing. But, like, the old stuff is, like, that's, like, home to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you just grew up going to, like, their shows and shit. Because like, they've been a band for a minute. Yeah, they've been a band for, like, a fat minute. Yeah. And, like I said, listen to that other episode. Like, you guys are going to have so much insight, like, on Deviated State. But yeah. they're, like, a band that definitely, like, 1,000%, like, is up there and they deserve it. Like, yeah. they're such an influential band, you know what I mean? Like... Like, I, I mean, I would play, like, my first shows with them, and I would see them, and I'm like, fuck, like, we're lacking. Like, we got to do something different. Like, we got to get with the times, you know? It's really crazy, because it's, like, little story. I found out that, like, Joey somehow had to connect to my parents, and they were, like, really tight. Wow. 
Because his uncle used to be like a roommate with my dad. What the fuck? Like coming up. Whoa. And just so happened, happened to be Joey. Yeah. Like his nephew or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's really close to home. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, damn. It's yeah. really fucking crazy. That that's is... that's kind of how like South Bay is. Everything's very like. Yeah, interconnected. Like my guitar player, I found out like years later that this fool's dad like grew up with my dad. And they were like homies and shit. And then my grandparents... And his grandparents were like tight, what the fuck? and it's like it's trippy. That's how. I mean, do you guys? How close do you guys live? What the fuck? That's he crazy. he lives in Pedro, and I live in Lomita. Right. But it's just crazy that just like fucking yeah. worlds like just combine. That is crazy. And then sometimes I'll meet someone, and they're like, "Oh, my dad knows your dad," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's like I guess. It's so fucking trippy. Like. I mean, that's the cool part about like South, like that area, like you know Lomita, South Bay, like all that, like Harbor area, like. It's all really interconnected. Like, the people who haven't left, like, really know what the fuck punk is. Like, they had, like, that scene back then, you know what I mean? Like, it was prominent back then. They had venues there back then, you know what I mean? Like, it was so fucking sick. It was so sick. And it's cool to see, like, a comeback in, like, a weird way, you know what I mean? Like, there, there is, like, the sort of comeback that's, like, happening now. Especially with, you know, like... You know, with Piss and Mad and, like, DBA to stay, like, they're leading that fucking, like, cause, you know? I wish I could see more bands coming out of that area, for yeah. sure. There is, for sure, more bands. There's, like, bands like Bad Sex and stuff. That's, like, JFA-type shit. True, yeah, true. And then we have the Reef Girls. It's more surfy. Then we have Fright Smooth. And then we have, like, other bands coming up and shit. Cool. I never heard of Reef Girls or... That's my drummer's other band. And it's really tight. It's, like... Have you ever heard of the Imposters? Like, oh, yeah, I have. It's like that. Cool. So it's, like, very surfy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I mean, fucking, what's up with them? Do they play any gigs? Are they gigging fucking like that or what? Yeah, they play gigs like that, but it's mainly local stuff. Cool, hell yeah. But yeah. Gotta get them out to, like, downtown, get a little bit more exposure and shit. We might bring them on the tour. No so, way. Yeah. Hell yeah. That would be tight. Dude, I'm really excited to see, like, a piss tour coming up. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be so dope. Especially, like, a lot of things that are coming up now with, like, different bands. Like, I mean, fucking Big Tech's planning, like, a nice-ass tour. Ooh. Trying to see what's up with the East Coast. Oh, yeah, shit. exactly. And, like, you know, it's, it's always cool. We're going to be taking fucking uh, watch out with us for a couple runs, you know, and stuff. like. So it's going to be cool. It, it, it's cool. Like, the best advice you could ever hear. And if, like, you know, if you're already an established band, like, here in L.A. and you need to hear it, get the fuck out, you know? Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out. Like, go play shows in Vegas. Even, like, single-nighters, you know? Like, yeah. go to San Diego. Go to Vegas. Go to the Bay. Go to Sacramento. Go play, like, you know, go to Oregon. Yeah. Go to fucking Reno. Like, get out like even if it's single it doesn't have to be a tour play singular shows like that's how you get it it's all exposure and i fucking i just want to see more of that happening especially for like the hometown bands yeah that's what's up yeah that's how i honestly feel i feel like we've played almost everywhere in la i kind of want to just go out more yeah exactly you can't burn yourself out like a lot of bands downfalls is just because they play la too much yeah and it's a sad thing to see because like there's so much good talent all I can say is get the fuck out, you know? Yeah. Pick and choose them wisely. That's, like, the number one thing. Pick and choose those shows wisely. Yeah, that is true. I think uh, we should end it here, though. This is a great episode. Any last words? Anything you want to, like, plug and say or what the fuck? Uh, shout out to the hometown. Shout out to the, all the bands and shit. Uh, catch us on the next few shows. You heard? You heard? All right. Kamikaze Dog, thank you for this episode. Bubba, it was nice to fucking meet you and talk to you for the first time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kamikaze Dog, we out.